What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Roads to Success podcast. And today we have a very special guest uh, joining us. We actually have Alicia Merritt from Zio Skin Health coming in all the way from the beautiful state of Utah. Uh, I'm super excited about this because she brings 20 years of experience as a skin therapist to the um, to the med spa community into the beauty world and we really wanted to just get her on here just to emphasize her success path her success path and her career um, that she's had along the way to really be able to share with you the journey that she's been on um, she's not just a successful, She's just not successful in her career, but she's also a loving parent to not just two kids, but also three dogs and, from what her words are, a hot husband. <laughs> so she was actually the uh, account executive of the year in the Southwest region in 2021 and also the President's Club and Outstanding Achievement Award, and she was also recognized for the most open accounts in the West Coast, and 141% territory increase in the Million Dollar Club, all with the Zio Skincare Health Company uh, in the state of Utah. In 2020, she was the Account Executive of the Year of the Southwest Region. She was also deemed and awarded the President's Club. And she was had the most open accounts in the Southwest region as well. And she had a 148% increase in territory claim as well in that region. So without any further hesitation, Alicia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. How are you doing today? How's everything out there in Utah? You know, we are having a gorgeous, what we like to call bluebird day, blue skies, snow-capped mountains. It's gorgeous out here today. I'm envious. We have some beautiful weather here, but it's nothing like that. I can only imagine. So um, what I wanted to do is I kind of wanted to bring you on to not just get some knowledge of for myself, but also for um, our listeners to be able to really have a chance to hear what kind of success that you have had along the way as well. Um, Just because one of the things that we really like to emphasize here on the podcast is not just the fact that we know that the road of success is never just straight paved and and um, <laughs> unbumpy. So we kind of wanted to, I, I, I want to hear your story and to be able to share with it because having the ability to know you from a pro- pro- professional level, but also from a, uh, as a friend, I have been fascinated with your story and, and where you're at. And every time we talk, it's so vibrant and, and I learn so much. So I don't want to suck up a lot of time here. I want to pass the, the mic on to you. Um, because I feel like as you're listening here, I'm telling you right now, if you're driving, you're going to want to listen to this again. If you're not get a pen and paper out because you're going to want to take notes, 
your mind is about to be blown, especially if you're in the med spa or plastic surgery space. If you own either one of them, get the pen and paper out because you're about to go to school. I can promise you that. So if you don't mind, just um, I'm going to pass the mic to you and tell us a little bit about um, how you got started, like how you ended up where you are um, and became the last two years basically the boss babe of Utah in the beauty niche. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, so um, I've been a master esthetician uh, for 22 years now. I actually got in the industry as a makeup artist and uh, with a marketing background uh, while I was going to school for marketing and really struggled with acne, grade three acne. Um, My favorite uncle one time asked me if I ordered pizza. When I looked at him questioningly, he said, well, it's on your face. And so I had horrific acne, acne scars. Uh, and after seeing dermatologists and trying everything that I could, um, you know, saved up my babysitting money as a kid, which, you know, for skincare that made it worse, I finally saw an esthetician who cleared my skin when I was about 20 years old. And that was kind of my big calling of like, I, I don't want to just cover people's skin. I want to clear it. So gave up makeup and I dove headfirst into skincare. So, and I have loved it ever since. I've been very fortunate to have been in this industry this long. I, acne has always kind of been my specialty, but I also really love marketing and have been fortunate enough to learn how to really help, you know, my accounts grow and grow their businesses. And, you know, along the way I've been, you know, an educator, a consultant for salons, you know, hair salons, day spas, med spas, and it's been a really great journey. Um, you know, I have such a passion for this industry. You know, while I was working as an esthetician, I was a single mom for quite a few years and you know, was able to support my children while being an esthetician and working in the treatment room behind the chair and you know, I have, so I have quite a love, quite a passion for this industry and how much it's grown. Um, you know, I really love talking to estheticians who are in school now. And I love telling them, you know, when I was in school, it was before Botox, fillers, lasers. Uh, you know, we really didn't have the amplified serums of what we do now. Uh, Brazilian bikini waxes were illegal. You could get your businesses shut down if you were doing Brazilian bikini waxes. Wow, I didn't know so that. the industry has come a long way and there's always something new to learn. There's new ingredient technology that comes out every year, new laser technology. Um, so it's, I love being part of this industry because there's always something new to learn. Yeah, absolutely. That I mean, that uh, that's... That's that's wild. What like, wow! What a story. So, I I kind of want to take that and spin that into the fact that I mean we've all faced uh, a major decision in our lives, if not many of those. Uh, I know how you touched on that you were a single mom there for a little while, um, and a lot of those decisions have resulted in us choosing to take a left turn versus a right, right? We come to a fork in a road. What was a pivotal moment that guided your your career, your journey to end up where you are now? The hustle. It is all about the hustle. Yeah. You know, I we talked to our kids about that. You know, we talked to I talked to estheticians about that. 
you know, when I talk to estheticians now that are still in school, I was going to talk to them about, you know, who in here is worried about having a job when they graduate. And I kind of like look at their show of hands and I say, okay, well, let me tell you, it really only takes three things to succeed in this industry. And I would say really any industry and it's personality, perseverance, and work ethic. Yep. You have to have a great personality because you never know who your next boss is going to be. You never know who you're going to work with 10 years down the road, 15 down your 15 years down the road. Um, You have to have a great work ethic. Be the first one to show up. The last one to leave, send out your thank you notes, send out your thank you text messages, Um, write down your client's birthdays, you know, really put in that work ethic and perseverance. You have to love it. You know, are you spending your time on TikTok or are you spending your time reading plastic surgery magazines and the JDD report? You know, I spend my spare time listening to dermatology radio, plastic surgery radio on Sirius XM, you know, still, you know, 20 plus years later, I could not be a relevant esthetician and know what's going on in the world around me unless I continue to study, continue to research. So personality, perseverance, work ethic, like that's what it takes to be successful in this industry. And it's just really comes down to the hustle. Yeah, I freaking love that. Um, and it's just becoming like a student of the industry, right? It's becoming just obsessed with what you do. And I mean, it's kind of clear the way that your obsession has led to your success, right? And you got the credentials in 2020, 2021 to prove it. So let me ask you this. What did 2018, 2019 look like for you? Obviously, there was a lot of hustle like you just talked about. So what what did that feel like? What was what were the days, weeks, the long days, the long nights? What 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 did that feel like? Yeah. So, you know, I came on to work for Zio in 2019 and I did not open very many accounts. I, I was the first rep here in Utah and, uh, the territory was doing about 40 grand a year mm-hmm. and for about 40, 50 hours a week, it was literally knocking on doors. It was, um, making contacts, sending out emails, showing up, you know, just really sending, you know, just showing my face around and being consistent uh, for that year, that first 12 to 15 months. And, you know, as my former manager, you know, and I discussed, she's like, you're just planting those seeds, you're planting those seeds, you're waiting for your garden to grow. And it just took that hustle for those first, you know, 12 to 15 months for those contacts to finally come around and like, Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, I think I'm ready to do business. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw, you know, I've seen you around a little bit more. Okay. Let's talk. Okay. Yeah. I like what you're saying. All right. Let's, let's sit down and have a conversation. So it took that hustle for the first 12 to 15 months of not making my goal of not really opening very many accounts of just being consistent, manifesting. I'm a huge believer in manifesting um, and putting it out there to the universe, you know, with your positive affirmation that it started to come around you know a year and a half later absolutely that and that's a huge point that you just um you touched on is the manifesting of your dreams and your goals um so oftentimes like i talk about it's so easy to get wrapped up in the ups and downs of day-to-day life like you're on top of the world today tomorrow you lose two accounts and then everything just goes to shit and it's so easy to be like on top today tomorrow just be like i'm ready to quit and focusing on that long-term goal and that that long-term vision 
helps to take away anything on the day-to-day. And whenever you do that, you actually uh, transition the focus out of the emotional into like the hyper-focusing. And then it, it all comes into the, like the manifesting of your goals and your dreams and being able to put it out and attract. And I'm huge on that. And it's so funny that you say that um, because that's such a huge thing. So let me ask you this. Um, I heard a story one time that Tiger Woods, the first time, I think it was the first time whenever he won the PGA Open or the PGA Tour, um, they asked him what it felt like and he said exactly what it felt like in my head for the last 10 years or 15 years. He's like, I, I, have, I have been living in this moment for so long that now that I'm actually physically in it, that it um, it, it feels... It feels real, but it doesn't feel much different. Like I'm focusing on the next goal and next objective. So I'm curious to say, what did it feel like the first time that you knew that you were in the right seat, the right moment, um, the right company, the right product? Like when did you feel like you were living your purpose and what you were meant to do? You know, very much like that. You know, we last year we took the kids to Mexico and really went all out went, you know, went to this incredible all-inclusive resort, but stayed in like this two-bedroom penthouse suite with a pool, you know, like our own little private pool, did all the excursions, did all of the things. And really, um, you know, as I was looking out over the sunset, I was like, yes, like this is what I've been hustling for. This is the moment, you know, to take my family on this incredible vacation. Um, you know, I'm looking at the ocean, my kids are in the pool, we're watching the sunset. And it was, you know, very similar to that moment that Tiger Woods explained of, you know, this is what we like to call the weighing apples in my family, you know, single moms, you know, there's times and there's definitely times in my life Life where I literally had to weigh apples to make sure I could afford them. And, you know, manifesting of that day where, no, there's going to be a time I'm going to be able to take my kids on an incredible trip they'll never forget. And so visualizing that moment and to finally achieve that um, was was pretty powerful, was pretty amazing. And I'm like, okay. And when I came home, it was like, all right, and I'm ready to keep on moving. Like, let's keep on hustling. Let's keep on going. What's the next step? Let's keep on going. And also made me feel good that my kids were able to, you know, they've been able to kind of see, I I really very much am transparent with my kids that they are allowed to see my struggle. They're allowed to see my stress. Um, They're allowed to see when I'm down with a migraine or, you know, with, I have, you know, with whatever I have going on in my life so they can also see the triumph. You know, when I hit a million dollars in my territory, that was such a goal of mine, you know, going from $40,000 in one year, when I came into this territory, it was like, that was my first goal of I'm going to hit a million dollars. And the first thing I wanted to do was celebrate with my family, because it's such a family goal. They see me when I'm down, they see the stress, they see the hustle, they see the drive, you know, they, they know what it's, you know, what it's taken. And so it's, it was very much a celebration for them as well. That's awesome. So, um, so one thing that we we had the opportunity to talk about before was your goals and where you your next achievement, right? Like you've already hit two major stepping stones, but once you're there, it's time to set the next one. Um, and I feel like what better way to tie in with affirmation than to actually put it out there to one. Now you got some um, some public credit. Uh, 
accountability going out there, but what is, what, what what's your next thing you want to manifest? Like if the universe is listening right now to <laughs> this podcast, what is 2022 about to look like? What do you want? Oh my gosh, Mike, that's really, that's really putting me on the spot. And my husband's going to love this one. Um, I would say pay off the house. That's amazing. Yes. That's beautiful. Honestly, that, I mean, that, what a better thing to have than to be able to pay off the home that you and the family that you, obviously that's your why, right? You know, mm-hmm. that's, For what, sure. that's what wakes you up in, in the morning and what you lay your head down at night. Um, so what a better thing to do than that. But so what is, um, what was one major lesson that you kind of learned along the way that you, was there any type of one moment that kind of stands out in your head? So it's like, obviously you have all kind of learning experiences along the way, but was there, was there one moment for you that during your career, like if you were to look back and give yourself advice five years ago or 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself? Like one, one thing that kind of, um, stands out to you that you kind of beat your head against the wall for a little while. And you're just like, man, if I can just go back in time and tell myself like, look, it's going to be okay. Or stick to it or don't quit this or don't give up on that or double down on that. Did you ever have I mean, a we would all like tell that? ourselves to invest in Google, right? Yeah. <laughs> Number one, that's it right there. Google and Bitcoin. <laughs> right, Bitcoin right. Bitcoin <laughs> in 2008 or whatever it was. Right. Uh, other than that, you know, um, not, to sound she- not to sound cliche of no regrets, but I really can't say I, I would go back and change anything because it's all part of your journey. Yes, I love it. I love it. That is actually, I really love that answer because every up, every down, there's no regrets because you are who you are today because of what you went through yesterday and the day before. So, absolutely. I love you that. know, my husband and I, we've talked about, you know, we wish we could have met each other sooner, but we definitely needed to go through what we did to become our most authentic selves before meeting each other, which would not have happened without the trials. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't change I couldn't change anything. I love that. My wife and I say the same thing, but then we're reminded that we we met each other at the perfect time in our lives to be able to withstand the the trials, the tribulations, the downs and everything else that we needed to to be able to make it to where we're at now. And I hundred percent agree with if if I'd have met her any sooner, we probably wouldn't be together. Um, right. And if I would have met her any later, I wouldn't have the two beautiful children and the family that I do have now. So I'm very, I, I agree with that hundred percent. I love that. Um, so what I want to do now is I want to kind of transition the conversation into, um, your world of expertise, right? Let, I want to yes. talk a little bit more about the med spas and the uh-huh. plastic surgeon centers and, um, like how it is such a a vital role in um, not just your life, 
um, in their life, but from like the consumer's end as well, like their clients and stuff like that. So this is going to be really geared towards um, if you own a med spa, if you work for a med spa, if you work for a plastic surgeon, or if you are a plastic surgeon, whatever that may be, this is really going to be where we're going to take a deep dive into um, her world of expertise. And I am so excited to crack this wide open. You guys have no idea. So um, let's start off with this. What are some things that a med spa owner um, should look for when choosing a high quality skincare line or company to carry? All right, so that wraps up part one of this two part interview with Alicia. Um, so hopefully, you found this to be really interesting, and hopefully, you had a couple takeaways. Um, the biggest thing I wanted to do with the first episode there was to emphasize her career path and um, how she got to where she is, uh, just because I feel like it's such a vital thing to be able to share with people um, on their roads to success, um, all pun intended there. But um, the next episode, what we want to do is we want to take a deeper dive into the strategies and, and really get inside of her mind. Um, whenever it comes to skincare and the benefits um, to the business itself. So if you're a med spa or you're a plastic surgeon center or plastic surgery center, uh, you're really going to want to tune into this next episode. So hopefully you got some enjoyment out of this and um, I'll see you on the next episode.